You are tuned in to The Tea Side, a podcast where we talk total health, life lessons, and music. I'm your host, licensed therapist, doula, and music enthusiast, Tanya D. Now let's get into it. Thank you for tuning in to The Tea Side Podcast. I am your host, Tanya D. If this is your first time listening, I appreciate you stopping by. I hope you enjoy the episode. If you do, make sure you hit the follow button so you get notified when new episodes drop. And be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend so they can join in on the fun too. You can follow me on social media for more great content. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, but I'm most active on Instagram and Facebook. You can also head on over to the website, theteesidepodcast.com, to send me a message or even leave me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. So today was supposed to be a different episode, but Mayette, Lanisa, and I had such a great time talking about our Paisley Park experience. It was kind of long, so in an effort to keep the episode short, this week is part two of our conversation about our trip to Minneapolis. We went to the George Floyd Memorial and swung by Mall of America just to go to Wahlburgers. If you missed last week's season three premiere called Paisley Park, you should pause it right here and go check it out because this episode picks up right at day two of our trip. Oh, and for the first time, I'm going to use the same song as the theme song and that's the song I used last week, which is Sign of the Times by Prince. The next day, before we left, we said, we're here in Minneapolis. We have to go to the George Floyd Memorial and visit Mall of America. So we did go to the George Floyd Memorial. It was interesting because when we pulled up and were parking like by somebody's houses, there was a car with probably five or six elderly white people. Their license plate said Iowa. I don't know if it was a rental or their car, but they were coming to see it too. So a lot of people come to town or come just to see the site. So that was interesting. That was the first thing I noticed when we got there. But we had to walk a block or so up. And on each corner, like north, south, east, and west, there was a big wooden fist as you enter George Floyd Square like a roundabout yeah it's kind of weird yeah yeah each one had a big wooden fist on it so I was like oh I gotta take a picture because we wore Black Lives Matter shirts I think my ex said Black Lives Matter and Mm -hmm. mine said Black Lives are priceless with the scanner barcode on it as we walked up I was on the side of Cup Foods and I don't know we were looking at the murals and the different things on the side of the building And across the street, I saw the Chinese restaurant or whatever it was, the car was where they had pulled them over. And then I got up almost to the corner where you go around the corner to go into the door of Cup Foods. And I just started crying. I was like, it was, I don't know. I was fine. I was out, you know, looking around, taking pictures like everybody else. And all of a sudden it hit me and I was like, oh. It's too much. I can't. And Mayette, I think because I stopped, she ended up in front of me and she went in the store. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go in that store. Going to this, going into the store was not, um, it just kind of, it didn't feel real. It just felt like you were going into a store. Mm -hmm. No, no problem. 
Um, but it was leaving oh. the store that that kind of tears you apart. Is when you go into a store, it really feels like you're just going into a a regular corner store. But then I didn't go in far because just because Mm-mm. I wasn't trying to take that chance. But I went in just enough to kind of see that the store didn't, you know, what you see on the news is just a corner store and you see the cashier where the cashier is. I didn't realize there was a whole nother section of the, the store, first of all. Right. Like a whole, a yeah, like a whole restaurant or yeah, something like over there. Yeah, it was, right. I didn't realize that, but um, I just kind of peeked over, saw, and again, I didn't really feel anything at that moment uh, until you turn around and then you see the view that George Floyd saw mm-hmm. uh, in his last moments, that's when it tears you apart because you turn around and you see this big window and you think to yourself, my goodness, this is one of his last views of seeing outside this window and coming out of this door before things start taking a, a turn. Mm-hmm. So um, I, outside of that, the the whole store experience um i wouldn't recommend it if <laughs> yeah, i ended up going in at the end with lanice from after we had been down around the corner to the site of 100 tombstones or whatever mm. after all of that when we came back headed to the car lanice went in and i went in with her i don't think i knew god went in we were literally on our way back and she went in i was like okay i'm gonna go but she went in further than me. I got to the door. I'm like, okay, that again, that's enough. And I left out that because she was like, it's yeah. a lot in there. I was like, okay, I'll take your word for it. I can't I like, I can't I, do it. I couldn't believe it yeah. because you only see one section on the news. You don't see all this other. And they said it was another side, side but right. yeah, you don't see it. I was like, I will, I won't. Mm-hmm. I went in twice because once you broke down, Tanya, I think it's when you turned around and you saw all of the flowers and all of the stuff at the memorial, they kind of have blocked off. And there's a sign that says something like um, respect memorial or mm-hmm. something. And I think my yet started walking in and I was kind of like standing there with you, making sure you were okay. And then you kind of got yourself together. And I thought, well, let me go in and see what it looks like. And I kind of gathered myself and then I went in and I got to the cashier and I turned around and left. It was like, this is where he was standing, yep. talking to the guy before he left. And I was like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. can't. I got to get myself together before I go back in. But I knew there was more to that store and I was surprised. But at that point, I needed to come out and gather myself. And that's when I went back in the second mm-hmm. time when you and I went in, Tanya. That was my mm-hmm. second time. And I was able to go a little further because I had been mm-hmm. there longer and taken more of it in. Because that was literally what our first 10 minutes there maybe if that long that we went in that Maya and I went in and it was still too like much to take in at that point but what I was surprised was that um number one they it's open and you just walk in there and you take pictures or you look around and they're still doing their business and talking to people about cell phones and all this other stuff that they were doing in there and weren't bothered by any of the other people coming in off the street just to see what it looked like on the inside. Because, you know, a lot of those people in there, they weren't in there shopping. They were looking to see what this place looked like, just like us. And it's just the cashier never said anything. No one ever said anything. They just let you walk in and walk out. Whereas I think I kind of was a little nervous the first 
time I went in with my yet life, they're going to tell us to get out. And they didn't. You know, they just kind of let you do your thing. That's true. They did. And it was a lot going on in the whole square. There were a lot of flowers. It was a man and a woman. They were kind of sitting on something on the bench or something. I don't even know because I was too busy focused on the church service that was going on across the street. I never really saw them, but I could hear them more than anything. But there was a whole church service going on. That was a I was like, my goodness, how long they been out here? That this this man is serious. He is still preaching. Right. I was like, because it wasn't, I don't know what time it was, but it wasn't early. And I was like, how long mm-hmm. his church service lasts? My goodness, he just gonna be out yeah, here all it day. It was right there on the corner with speakers and a microphone. Yeah, so everybody could hear his message, whatever mm-hmm. he was saying. And yep. you know, there were two young guys out there selling shirts. Um no locked doors to support and promote young people, you know, doing positive things and making music. So they were out there and just a lot of people and they had a lot of murals. They had the, um, Lord, I'm drawing a blank. I can see his face till Yes. Lord. And I'm like, see, this is what happens when you don't get enough sleep. Your <laughs> mind. <laughs> I only remember that we were standing there just like in uh-huh. awe for a couple minutes like look at that Mm -hmm. it was so beautiful and they had a board where you could put a pen in it to show like a travel map yeah wherever you're from you can put a pen to show Mm -hmm. you know where you were from and the east coast yeah the east coast was very heavy so it was i saw quite a few pens midwest though yeah yeah towards the west it Mm -hmm. it was fading out yeah Mm -hmm. I didn't go across the street but they had a couple of other stores there and people out selling some things and I think you all talked to somebody and they were they told you about the other memorial down the street yeah Yeah, that was me I was actually looking at when you walk down the street there's all these names and I was like, Oh, trying to read them. And they were repainting them, but they were um, all the names of everyone that has been, you know, killed at the hands of officers or whatever. And I looked over as I was reading the names, I looked over and saw, it was like a garden and there were actually like tomatoes and different vegetables there. And I'm trying to figure out why are they growing a garden in the middle of the street? But then um, this, older gentleman was sitting with another gentleman right behind the garden and I guess they just have the table there for you to drink coffee and sit and he said do you want some tomatoes or something and I said oh no sir no thank you I'm I'm just looking and he said you you know what this is and I said no it's it's just a garden and I said is this a community garden and he said yeah you take whatever you want you plant whatever you want you know when you see a dead plant you get it up and put some more vegetables down and then he said um it's he, he explained it where it was like a, a um, I guess kind of like a growing, like growing vegetables for those that have passed, you know, like growing your thoughts or growing the thoughts on let's come together as a community and we can all take from this garden and we can, you know, learn from the past that has happened. And he started naming off all the people that were on these um, murals that were stuck in the ground behind the garden. And I, 
hadn't even really paid attention to it. And um, it was just, once you saw the pictures and you got the meaning behind the community garden, it was a really deep story that he was telling me. And he's the, he's the one that told me about the hundred um, tombstones or whatever. And uh, I don't think we would have gone down that it was far. Uh, about a block away. Yeah, is that, we probably would have thought, you know, it cut off after that memorial, right. But you walk further down and you can see this um, almost like a graveyard mm -hmm. with Because a it bunch was of a block away and down the street. And it was almost mm -hmm. in like mm -hmm. residential area. Mm -hmm. It's like in the back of the house. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like they took a field mm -hmm. or like a common ground and they just put these um, tombstones there and it reading them was it, it was just I don't know I was just in a in a zone for a minute just reading them because you saw the name um, I think it was maybe their birthdays or their age and then their um, city that they were from and it just <laughs> it was it was just a lot it was a lot to take in the one thing I thought from going to the George Floyd Memorial that whole memorial uh, corner was before I got there, I actually thought that it would be a lot of panhandlers down there trying to make a profit, uh, yeah. selling t-shirts or selling. I thought, I just knew there were going to be a whole lot of folks on the corner mm -hmm. trying to make a profit. Um, but to my surprise, it was not. It was uh, more about community support. A uh, lot of folks down there trying to maintain the the flowers that were left uh, in front of the store. Uh, a lot of folks trying to right. maintain the community yeah. garden, and even uh, folks walking around offering because it was hot that day, offering cold water um, to the folks that were down there. They right. were encouraging you um, instead of being like, "Oh, get away!" You know, this is not a spectacle type deal. They were encouraging you to walk through to look through the the list of names down the middle of the street. Uh, or to go and visit the memorial site, kind of look through all the murals and, and read the things that they put up. So it was more of a support than a panhandle uh, trying to get money, which was not what I was expecting. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so glad. I've been saying for years, I wish we could get a community garden here. Mm -hmm. It would help so much. It would teach kids how to be self-sufficient how to plant things so they'll learn some science and they will learn how to share and, you know, cooperative economics and, mm -hmm. and just socializing. It would help a lot, but whatever. And they had a lot of places there too, that was meant for, it seemed like the intention was for you to stand and reflect. Mm -hmm. So you go to this area and you stand or you sit, they have places where you just kind of like sit down, read through some of the things you saw on the wall. There was artwork everywhere. Um, and then even down where the tombstones, the, the makeshift tombstones were, there was a bench it uh, sure and, was. and a couple of chairs where you can just sit and reflect. So, and it's underneath this uh, really big tree. Mm -hmm. And I sat underneath and you just kind of sit there, you kind of feel the wind and you sit and you reflect and you see all of those 100 uh, tombstones out in the field and you can think about whatever or meditate, reflect or whatever it is you need to do over there. But it was very peaceful, serene. There was a guy over there kind of talking on his phone, um, but taking it all in, sitting on the grass. Uh, but 
that whole atmosphere, it just seems like they really intended for you to embrace what was going on and take it all in uh, instead of, hey, I got t-shirts two for 20 over here. So. <laughs> right. I don't know if, I'm curious to know if um, there's a committee oh, yeah. that did all of this, putting all this stuff together, how, you know, how did it come about? How long has it been there? Because everything, like you said, everything is really, you can tell it's meant for us to reflect on all the things that have happened, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. George Floyd. It went so much mm-hmm. further than just George Floyd. And um, and it really did. It was really eye-opening. It was emotional. But at the same time, you almost felt proud and pride that, look, they've come together. You know, they've come together to make this memorial for George Floyd, but all the names in the middle of the street. And I mean, there were people out there repainting these names. They fade away. All right. Mm -hmm. We're not going to just let Mm -hmm. them fade away. We're going to repaint them. And then the community garden. And then you walk around the corner and there's the fist, another fist. And um, the um, going down to the tombstones, I think, was it daisies or something like that on pinwheels or whatever? And, you know, it kind of said, you know, it, it had some saying on it. I don't remember what the saying was, but it was something like, we'll never forget or whatever. And then it had somebody's name on it. So it was some of those people's names that were down at the, on the tombstones, but it led you down to that area. And it was just like, this has been well thought out. It's intentional. Just like you said, with the benches that was intentional that it was put right there with the benches and if there is a committee are they doing something else also do they have something else in you know planned or how can you support and it needs to right how can you support it and other cities need to take this idea you know uh, there's a lot of other cities that are suffering and have gone through the same thing and you kind of go okay we're mad we're mad we're mad and then okay well now we're silent you know, but it's almost like they're mad. They went through it. They're not silent. They've built this beautiful memorial, you know, and it's really, you should really see it. You should really go visit it and see it and take it all in. Cause I don't think there's anywhere else that has a memorial quite like that. Not that I know of. Right. But even just to pause for a minute and trip off getting there I didn't realize the neighborhood to get there was so diverse <laughs> like the the it's right outside of houses so the store backs up to a regular subdivision the houses there they had signs in their yard you know sunflowers out everywhere um but you know you saw I think we parked in front of um Asian, Asian American owners, you had African American, Caucasian, you just had, so it was like a rainbow of people that lived in that community. Uh, so I wasn't expecting that. I don't know what I was expecting, but it, I wasn't expecting that. And it was, it seemed like it was a lot of uh, a Hispanic, primarily a Hispanic community. That's what I was about like to I say. Saw a lot of that. I was shocked that there was such a large uh-huh. Hispanic population just kind of mm-hmm. in the area, but in Minneapolis overall, because Me, the stores- right. Here we have an aisle with, you know, an aisle. with cultural yep. food. You know, you've got the Hispanic foods on one side, the Asians on the other side. But in the Walmart, everything 
was they had a lot of different foods and everything was in both languages. So I thought that was something I learned that right. I didn't realize. And I knew they had, they're just based on the pool of jurors that they had. I knew it had to be some there because there were a couple on the jury, but I didn't realize it was that many. Mm-hmm. But moving on, <laughs> after we left the George Floyd Memorial, we said we were going to swing by the Mall of America before we headed to the airport. We knew we wanted to go to Wahlburgers. We knew we wouldn't have time to really go through the mall or look at anything. Aside from the fact that it's so huge, we just knew we had to get to the airport in a couple of hours. It seems like we drove probably 45 minutes trying to find the entrance. We needed to get to the north entrance we needed to get to the north entrance to go to Wahlburgers after we found it we finally made it to Wahlburgers and child Skyler was a lot Uh, my head don't look like that you know who Skyler is Miss Skyler (laughs) Skyler loves some us okay Skyler loved life (laughs) man let me tell you yeah he was a ball of she was a ball of energy She decided we were just cool people and she decided to show me mm-hmm. pictures of her in drag because she's practicing, you know, her look and working on makeup. And I like, okay, great. But can you tell me about what's on this burger? <laughs> the food there was amazing. It was so uh, good. If they, they awesome. really need to make one in St. Louis because Ooh, don't they? the food was, I, I, the, the portion sizes of the burger was mm-hmm. good. The fries were delicious. The wall burger sauce was so good. Even down to the cupcake from the birthday cupcake was just, oh my Oh, goodness. that's right, Lenise. What did yes. you have? Oh, cupcake the, shake. the shake, you mean? The cupcake shake or my, yeah, that was, I'm a shake person. I love a shake. And that was one of the best shakes <laughs> like I ever had in my life. Something? It was a birthday cake shake and with a cupcake inside blended in. It was just amazing. It made me so happy. <laughs> Glad it did. <laughs> it, was just, it just made my day. And the fries. Mm-hmm. Mm, making me hungry. It was just, I know. I need to go get a shake. <laughs> it won't be like that shake, though. That shake was like. It won't be that shake. I don't know. It was massive. It had a whole bunch of cookie. What was it? Cake chunks on the inside. It was crazy. Yes. But the was service so was good. Service good. was fast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just the whole atmosphere of wild burgers i really loved all of it well skylar did tell me when i went back to get my hoodie because I, I just love hoodies so i had to have one and he or she got it down for me and she said you know i just want you, you ladies to know that you have been so much fun and i enjoy Aww. your energy and you just you girls just accepted me from the time you saw me and i was like oh and then i asked if she come take a picture for us and she decided she needed to be in the picture too. Okay. Miss Skyler. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah, that was fun. Again, thank you ladies for joining me. And until next time, in a minute. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Teesside Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Teesside Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the episodes. And be sure to tell a friend about the show.